the late 18th century, William Wilberforce was converted. Almost single-handedly, he broke the shackles of slavery. People there were just totally different. We are looking at the footprint of God over the last 2,000 years. History makers. Since the Roman legion destroyed Jerusalem in the year 70 A.D., the Jewish people have a nation of their own. And he said, well, no, Randy, we're not all just faking it. There is a living hope, and his name is Jesus. And I believe that that's really why you're here. Christ died for us. History Makers. Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking with Aussie worship singer-songwriter. His name is Darren Brown. He's traveled the world with Bill Newman, uh, preaching the gospel across the nations. He's also got some great ministries in, he's involved with. We're going to hear a bit of his story today. Welcome to the show, Darren. How are you, mate? Uh, very good, thanks, Matt. Yourself? Very good. Now, tell us a bit about your story. Uh, how did you uh, come to Christ and what was life like for you as a young fella? Okay, well, I was a young guy just uh, doing my thing. My parents were sort of uh, nominal church growers, uh, church goers at the time. And uh, I just I went to a, a meeting where a guy had a public appeal for people to respond to Christ. And against all odds, found myself at the front, and I uh, gave my heart to the Lord at a at a uh, you know a public meeting, and I didn't know that that would pave the way for what I do in the future. Um, but I then sort of backslid and and sort of went sideways and sideways or backwards for a little while. But then when I came back to the Lord, I was at a university, and I just decided it was going to be all or nothing. So I just went full on for Him, and uh, I guess I've never looked back from that point. Such a common story that uh, a lot of people in their teenage years or university years stray away, but then uh, come back to God. Was there a big change in your life when you came back to God? Absolutely, there was. Uh, you know, at, at school and as a young fellow in university there's an awful lot of temptations around and uh, that sort of colours your thinking for a while but uh, I stopped and looked at myself and thought you know I want to make something of my life and I want to leave the world a better place for passing through and I realised satisfying my own selfish desires was not going to do that uh, so I, I gave my life to the Lord and, and uh, it, it radically changed the way I thought, the things I said, the things that I did and the way I treated people so it was a huge cosmic shift when I came came to Christ the second time, I guess. And, mate, I understand uh, you're an optometrist. Is that what you did at uni? That's exactly right, yep, yep. So you started uh, seeing things clearly, hey? Well, I'm trying, I'm trying to see things. I actually specialise in kids with learning problems, so I have an awful lot of fun. I'm just a, I'm just a big kid having fun, really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and tell us about your music career. How did you get into that? Well, I started, uh, started just sort of strumming a guitar, and, you know, when I first started strumming a guitar, everybody sort of thought, oh, no, gosh, here he goes again. Um, and it was a little bit of a battle there for a while, and... Uh, I was actually in church, and um, I was actually at a church camp, and a, a guy uh, was preaching there, and he had a prophecy over me. He said, you'll spend four years in the wilderness, then God's going to pick you up, and you're going to reach nations. Well, almost four years, so, so I was just playing in various churches around Australia, little country churches, and, you know, nine men and a dog sort of thing. Um, and then almost four years to the day after that prophecy, I met Bill Newman. I walked onto stage at a Bill Newman meeting, and uh, that's what radically changed my ministry, and I, uh, I began to travel with him all around the world. Now, Bill Newman is well known as an evangelist who's travelled all across Australia and many nations, yeah. uh, and uh, he's actually the, the stand-in guy for Will Graham, so Will Graham, Billy Graham's grandson. So whenever Will Graham can't preach, uh, Bill is the, the backup guy. Uh, he's really got uh, an incredible ministry with the number of books he's written, the number of TV and radio segments he's done over the years. He really yeah. is influential. Uh, what's it like traveling with the man, Bill Newman? 
it's awesome. And I can tell you that uh, the guy you see on stage is the same guy that uh, we have off stage. We have a, in, I've, I've been travelling with Bill for 22 years, I think it is, or 23 years, and uh, we've never had a fight, never had a harsh word, uh, always been on the same page. We've just served very harmoniously, even though our backgrounds are different and even perhaps even some of our theology might be different, but we don't care. We're joined together on the things that matter, which is the preaching of the Word of God. So when you see him off, off stage and you... You meet with him. He's the same great guy that you see on stage. He's he's not, um, you know, not two faced at all. Um, he's just just an incredible guy. And I see my kids have grown up um, loving him. In fact, he's going to um, be celebrating the marriage of my youngest daughter soon. Oh. Uh, she said, "I want Uncle Bill to 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 marry me." You know, so that was. Um, he's just had an incredible effect on our family. All of my children have gone forward to give their hearts to Jesus at uh, Bill Newman rallies. Oh, mate, so, that is so inspirational. And the key thing for me was uh, years ago I had all these offers on the table. I had a, an American record contract and a whole bunch of things. And the Lord said to me, you've got a choice. You can either go out there and do your own thing or you can lay it all down and uh, travel with Bill. And I chose the latter because I thought that it was more effective, uh, a more effective use of of what the Lord had given me would be to serve a man like Bill. So I essentially sing and prepare people's hearts for him to preach. We believe that together the combined effect is greater than than each, you know, on its own. And uh, it's the greatest joy that you can have, I believe, as a Christian singer, is to be able to open people's hearts and allow an anointed preacher to come in and reap the harvest. And that's my great joy and lot in life and I wouldn't swap it for anything. And mate, you've travelled to so many nations with Bill over the years yeah. uh, is there a favourite that stands out to you? Well I actually like all of them so I'm pretty pretty open minded. I do have very much a soft spot for the subcontinent uh, India and Sri Lanka are probably places where we've seen God do the most, we've ministered to huge crowds up to 100,000 people in those places um, It's they're, they're just amazing places uh, not comfortable but amazing mm. and have you ever been in danger when you guys have been uh, preaching in the, in the open yes we have um, probably the most dangerous place was Nigeria where uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it Matt but there's a ongoing they call it tension between Christians and uh, Muslims but there's they really just ship these these soldiers in and they start killing people and um, Christians are the target of that sort of um, effect. And so we've, we've had meetings where we've had guys with flak jackets and AKs and guarding us and all that sort of stuff. And um, I, I think probably the, the realest danger we've ever had was in Nigeria again. We were coming down a mountain in a van and uh, the, 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 the van's brakes failed and we were heading into oncoming traffic and the van was sliding all over the place. And we finished up with the back half of the van over a big gully. Uh, so that the wow. top half was 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 okay, and the, and the bottom half was over a big gully. And I remember Bill turning to me with wide eyes, and I looked at him, and nobody said anything for a moment. And the first words out of my mouth was, "That nearly damaged my guitar." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> typical musician, getting a real perspective on life. But um, you know, we give it up to the Lord. If if honestly, if. Uh, if danger comes up, we're just going to keep preaching, and uh, if the Lord chooses to take us home, we will rest in Him. And have you ever had to preach if Bill could? 
I have, I've have had to do it a couple of times, yes, but uh, not very often, and uh, I'm a very poor substitute, I think. <laughs> <laughs> now, mate, well, he's just... incredibly anointed, so, you know, yeah. I do my best, but he's anointed. Yeah. He's so anointed and so passionate when he preaches and uh, straight down the line. Now, uh, I've been having a look at your website, darrenb.com, uh, and you've got a whole bunch of CDs there that you've released over the years. I'm counting one, two, three, four, five, six, I can see there. Uh, but one of them I want to ask you about is White Hot Passion, yeah. Now, on the cover, you're in this cool kind of 80s vest with a mullet and you're reaching up to a lightning bolt coming down. Yep. yep. What was going on there, mate? <laughs> well, that song actually has... Bill actually wrote a book about that song. That song inspired a, a book that he wrote called White Hot Passion. And it, was, it actually came about one day I was standing in church. It was Christmas time and the Lord spoke very clearly into my heart and he said, what are you giving me for Christmas? And I thought, my goodness, what, what do you give the Lord for Christmas? I mean, you know, it's, um, I had no idea. You know, he asked the cattle on a thousand hills, what are you going to do, give him a milking machine? I don't know. Um, and I sort of said, well, what do you want? And he spoke clear as anything into my heart, three words, white, hot, passion. And I came to understand that if you heat a bit of metal, it goes through a variety of stages. It changes color. There's red hot. But the hottest of all hot before it vaporizes is white hot. And that's what I want to be for the Lord. I don't want to be lukewarm. I don't even want to be passionate or red hot passionate. I want to be white hot, as passionate as can be. And so that's been like... Um, I guess the sort of the calling card of of my life and Bill's life and my family is to to just be white hot for God. Mate, that is such a great message. And your recent CD is you've resurrected some hymns and you, you've rocked out a little bit. I remember hearing you recently do Nothing But The Blood, a real rocky version. Uh, yeah. Tell us about your passion for hymns. <clears throat> well, I mean, I, I, my parents were, were sort of nominal Christians, so I grew up in the church with all, all of these old hymns. And I loved the words, but the music was a bit... A bit old and boring and stuff, you know. Um, but I just decided to uh, take a bunch of hymns and rock them up because I'd like to, I'd, I'd like the young people of today to experience the joy of these incredible words and, and pretty good tunes as it turns out, but just in a, in a, in a language that they understand. Um, and so uh, I, I decided to put an album of hymns together and it's just been, uh, it's gone absolutely fantastic. And I'm, I'm actually putting a presentation together called Faith of Our Fathers. And um, I'm just sharing the story of the hymn and then singing the hymn. And when we do that for seven or eight hymns in the presentation, we're seeing God move miraculously. And there's no preaching happening. It's just the words of these incredible songs. So, um, yeah, I love them. Mate, that's if awesome. Done well, I love them. <laughs> and and you know the CDs available if people want to get it. Uh, but also, you've got a bunch of free songs that people can download from your website. How can you give yes, them away? Well, um, I, I money's not that important in the long run, and so uh, we've got lots of free stuff that that we just give away for people if they can download or put on their iPods or whatever. Uh, I just want to bless people, and uh, we do lots of stuff. I run a a website called praiseandworshipleader.com where we train worship leaders and we give loads of free stuff away. There's a free podcast every week on praise and worship leaders, you know, by praise and worship leaders for praise and worship leaders, and that's all free. So I just love blessing people, and I figure if you give stuff away, then eventually um, it will come back to you in spades, and that's been my testimony of my life, and uh, so I never want to hold on to things or be too money Centered. We just want to do things as unto the Lord and give. Now, you also run a ministry called Lily House. Tell us all about yeah. that. Lily House came about because my wife and I were, were, we used to foster a lot of street kids, teenage girls. I have three daughters, so we, we foster girls. 
And um, we used to uh, look at a lot of the lives of these girls and just how sort of messed up they were. And we decided to uh, start a ministry called Lily House where we would um, have a, a like a live-in training facility. So we'd take girls in, young girls, uh, maybe coming off drugs, uh, most of them pregnant, to be honest, uh, many of them with addiction problems and, and terrible upbringings and abusive backgrounds, many have been raped and all this sort of stuff. And we wanted to take them in, accommodate them, but train them to be great mothers, train them to be productive members of society. So uh, last year, we had uh, 14 girls graduate from uh, Lily House through the year, which is, um, I, I think there was nearly 40 children involved in that because we were getting kids out of care. But We've set them up in their own home, and many of those girls have come to Christ, and many of them have made a real, a real go of life. In fact, one got married just a couple of weeks ago. Um, so, we're just—it's our joy to see these girls flourish and and shine and and grow. That's why we had Lily House, because a lily is a—it's a flower that grows through all the muck and mire and rubbish of the world, gets to the top and opens up, and is incredibly beautiful. And that's our vision. For the girls of Lily, mate, it's so good to hear of uh, your heart for ministry, your heart for worship, and reaching out to people. And uh, I guess before we go, I want to ask you the, the probably the most important question. You know, there might be people listening that have never heard the gospel, that have never really understood what it means to give your heart to Christ and be saved. Mm-hmm. Would you share with the listeners what is the gospel and how do people respond to it? Well, absolutely. There is a, a several passages of scripture to look at, but we know that. Um, that we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We've all done things wrong in our life, thought wrong things. And so if we stop and look at our lives, we realize that we're very inadequate. And because of that, we're destined to death. You know, I'm not going to dress it up any. If if you've ever sinned, you're destined to hell. But the great news is that uh, Jesus Christ has paid that penalty for us. And when we ask Jesus into our life, and uh, when we make him Lord of our life, then we get... Uh, you know, if you can put it this way, we get reunited with God, reconnected with God, and um, <clears throat> we're able to to come to know Him. In fact, I'm I, I'm actually talking with some young guys at the moment, and they're saying, "Well, if you become a Christian, well, you've got to stop doing all these fun things." That's not true. It's just your definition of fun changes. <laughs> and uh, I, as a Christian, I have had the greatest life ever. I've travelled around the world, seen incredible things, met amazing people and have an, an, an incredible peace in my heart to live my life, no matter what pressures come against me, to, to triumph over those. And I can't do it in myself. Only Christ can do that. So if somebody is out there and they're wondering, well, I don't know, should I check this Christian thing out? Listen, do yourself a favor because you're destined for help. Come to Christ and your whole life will be turned around and it affects you and everybody in your sphere. So um, it's, it's the best decision I have ever made. Mate, I can hear the passion in your voice, and uh, having met you recently, I know that you don't just talk the talk, you walk the walk, and uh, I just want to share another quick story that uh, I heard Bill Newman share uh, speaking recently. Uh, mm-hmm. He said, you know, there was a young girl that was lost in a town, and uh, she went to the police, and they, they said, is there a landmark near where you live so we can help you find your way home? And she goes, oh, I remember there's a church near where I live. And she said, lead me to the cross, and I'll be able to find my way home. 
And uh, yeah. really, that, that is what the gospel is about, isn't it? You know, when we can find the cross, uh, the cross is the, the, the gap, uh, the, the stopgap between earth and heaven. Once we follow the cross, we, we have that free uh, ticket into heaven once we come to Christ. Because Jesus said on the way, the truth and the life, and no man comes to the Father except through him. When we, that is so true. When we find and the, the cross, cross, we can not, find our way home. It's just something you, you put around your neck. Yeah. The cross is, is the central. In, in fact, it's, it's the sign of God's greatest gift to mankind, and we mm. need to receive it. Mm, you know? Absolutely. Yep. Mate, it's been such a blessing to, to meet you recently and to hear about all the, the ministry you're a part of. And uh, we really do think uh, it's amazing what God is doing through Bill Newman Ministries and through what you're uh, doing with your music ministry, Travelling the World. Uh, mate, uh, Darren Brown, I reckon you're a history maker. Thanks for joining us. Pleasure. Thanks, mate. Cheers, man. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater. And why don't you go and make history? History Makers. Order your flash drive with 20 of the best History Makers interviews now at historymakers.tv for just $19.95. All proceeds will help History Makers Radio and TV share the gospel all around the world. Order now at station sponsor, historymakers.tv. You'll hear interviews from Mark Burnett, producer of the Bible series and Survivor. Musicians like Paul Coleman, Mark Schultz and George McArdle from the Little River Band. Also Kate Brax, winner of MasterChef 2011, former Olympian Elka Whalen and many more. Order now at historymakers.tv.